guys, it's Pastor Gabe, and welcome to the first episode of Rumors and Rainbow with my co-host, Crystal Clear. Crystal, what's up? How you doing? I am doing good. How was your day, Pastor? It was great. Before How was yours? My day was okay. Why is okay. your day always okay when we should? Because it could be better. It like, doesn't you know? matter. Yeah. Crystal, what's the rumor on the street today? Okay, the rumor is tough today. Okay. okay it's very tough. All right. But... So the rumor is it's okay to have sex before marriage. Now it's okay to test the waters, drive the car, whatever you want to say. Have you ever tested the waters before? Are you a virgin? I'm Tell not, the truth. Oh my God. Tell the truth. You just gonna say that right yeah, now? Yeah, I'm not a virgin. I I admit I'm not a virgin. What if I lost my virgin. I lost my virginity when I was 17. Are you a virgin? I am not a virgin. I lost my virginity when I was 18. Wow. I did good, huh? You did good. I did that, good. That, that, All my you, friends were having sex. Shout out to y'all because y'all tried to give me that sex before I was supposed to. But it, I, I wasn't supposed to. But anyway, I lost virginity at 18 okay. before I went to college. Right before I went to college. The summer of me going to college. Do you regret having sex before marriage? I don't think I regret having sex. <gasps> I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Okay, Only why? because why? I feel like um, God wants me to be able to tell people not to do it. Like, like, <laughs> like <laughs> He don't need your help. He does. He don't need your help. Sometimes you need people to tell you. Okay, this is it's what I in need. the word. He don't need you to go through it. And no, it's in the word. But but go some, ahead. Keep sometimes going. people's testimonies can help you. Okay, I, I agree with that. I have like little sisters that have not had sex yet. So I'm sure my me being able to say, look, this is what happened. This is what happened when I had sex. And this is why you shouldn't do it. Because okay. nobody told me that. All right. Okay. And I understand. Nobody that. told me Now, let me ask you this question. From a biblical perspective, do you believe that sex before marriage is a sin? Yes. Why are you pausing? Why are I, you pausing? I do believe it's a sin. But be, I'm pausing because I didn't always believe it. I okay. Used to Tell think, me about that. I used to think that why not have sex with somebody you're about to spend forever with? Like, why would you want to go into something that major without having sex with somebody? Sex is a part of a relationship. So just like you're supposed to love somebody, you're supposed to be their best friend, up, supposed to be with them when they're up and down, sex is like a part of it. So if they, if the sex is like horrible, you guys can't get on one accord, <laughs> then why would you do that? So, yeah, so, I used to think that. All right, so what's, what, what's, why does the culture feel as if it is necessary if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with a person just think about it if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with a person why not keep the relationship before we're married why not keep it sacred if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with a person if I'm going to spend the rest of my life with a person well for one the question is why does the culture not get that why don't they understand that so tell me why for one nobody has Nobody has told anybody. Like nobody. Like I said before, nobody even told me. Nobody told me that it was supposed to be sacred and you're supposed to not have sex and get to know each other and know the real person before you decide to lay down with them. Nobody says that anymore. People's parents. I've seen parents say, "Don't do it because it is. Don't do it." Like it's no detail in why it's so important not to have sex. Nobody is talking about it. So if nobody's talking about it, nobody teaches you how to drive a car, you're just not gonna know how to do it. So you know or you're gonna do it, you're gonna be curious. You're gonna try to do it. So that's number one. That's okay. why um they're not 
educated or people are just doing it. They, they don't know. They don't know what that is. So what are some of the prices that we pay for having sex before marriage? Let's STDs. talk about it. STDs, we know that. We, but, but, but here's the issue with the STDs. People are learning how to have frequent sex lives with STDs. So that's, is, that a, is that a hindrance now? It is a hindrance because all STDs aren't curable. Okay. So that that's the so I have to live with an STD. You may have to live with that, and okay. that's that's a heavy burden. Gotcha. You know, that's a heavy burden. Um, pregnancy before marriage. Okay. Um, we have a lot of people that are not married and they have children. And so we have people in our culture who have sex with these these people specifically. Women have they have sex with these men, and these men they get them pregnant. And they walk out on them, and now we have single mothers raising children while men, they walk away because they don't want the responsibility, and they do it to another woman and another woman. And the crazy right. thing is, it's vice versa, too. I know men who are young, who have children, who the, the mother is not taking care of the children either. Right. Like they, they don't want the responsibility. Right. So, you know, it goes both, both ways, but um, STDs, pregnancy before marriage... And just being able to be attached to someone who has no obligation to be attached to you. They don't, they don't have to love you the way you love them. You know, sex, it, it comes with love. You, I mean, well, you feel like you love somebody. Right. It's lust, really. But you feel like you love somebody when you have sex with them. So it's just because it, it's, it's, it's supposed to be see, it's, intimate. It, right. A and real intimacy. Now, see, that's the, that's the issue. I think our culture, we mistake an intimacy for sex, or yeah. we, we mistake in sex for intimacy. Just because you're having sex with a person does not mean that you all share intimacy. Mm -hmm. Intimacy and sex are very, very different. How are they different? Well, that's a good question. I, sex is a form or an expression of intimacy. But intimacy, a few examples could be getting to know one another learning the value of one another, uh, exchanging uh, some of the most precious secrets between one another, uh, being able to love and cherish uh, a, a, another person. Forgiveness, exchanging forgiveness is a form of intimacy. So if a relationship has not gone through the developmental stages of getting to know one another without a sexual attachment, then you can mistake in sex for real intimacy. When we when we are intimate with God, God wants to get to know us. He yeah. gets to know our personality. We get to know his, her, his personality. He gives us value. We find our value in him. We, there's an exchange. Uh, and so when you're intimate with a person, the priority before marriage is to get to know a person right. without any sexual right. uh, contact because sexual contact can make you think, make you feel, make you feel, make you feel as if you are intimate, that right. you are in love, that you love a person. And Paul talks about it uh, in Corinthians that love is patient, love is kind. Sex does not make you patient. Sex does not make you kind. Sex does not make you long-suffering. Sex does not make you, uh, does not keep you from competing against one another. Sex does not keep you from being judgmental. Right. And you right. want to be in a relationship that that's the foundation right. versus a, a physical encounter. Right. Sex is the sex can be an expression of intimacy, but 
sex cannot be the basis of a relationship. Right. And I think that's that may be one reason why I, I would encourage people not to have sex before marriage because the number one reason why you break up with people is what? You don't know who they are. You guys start to figure out, uh, I don't like your ways. I don't, after six months, a year, you start figuring out, I don't really like you like I thought I liked you. Or, or even if I don't like you, I'm not about to fight through it because I don't care that much. Yeah. I don't care to get to know the real you. So if you start off getting to know the real somebody, you know, other than having sex, then you start to see the real thing. You want to see the real thing. Sex makes you not. But before we go forward, what do you think about sex before marriage? Like, what, how do you not pastor gay? Before you were pastor gay, what did you think about sex before marriage? Well, before I was a pastor, I was a, I was a, I was a believer. I was a Christian. Mm-hmm. So when you look at the Word of God, you know what you feel. You want to have sex before marriage. It, it's a it's a fight not to have sex before yes, marriage. Let's just be real. Yeah, yes, it, it is a fight. Yeah. You know, it, it is it is tough not to have sex before marriage. So, what do I feel? I feel like I want to have sex before marriage. Right. That's what I feel. But what does God say about it? His listen to me. There's a scripture in Thessalonians that says, "For this is the will of God uh, that we would be sanctified." The will of God is for us to be sanctified. So it really doesn't matter. What I feel right. that my objective as a believer is to be pleasing to the will of God. And God wants us to be sanctified. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to be sanctified <laughs> all the time. But what do you say to those people? Because there are, there are people right. out there right. who are going to say, we're not perfect. Absolutely. So, so what if we have sex? You know, God's going to forget what do you say to people like that? Because I know people that say that. And I'm not saying we have to be perfect, but I'm saying that's accountability. Let me read the scripture to you. Okay. First Corinthians 10 and 13. You haven't said I have it. I, I had, don't have it. <laughs> All right, so listen to this. Paul is saying this. No temptation has overtaken you except what is common to man. And God is faithful. He will not let you be tempted beyond what you can bear. But when you are tempted, he will also provide a way of escape. So, that is good. so there's no temptation that we cannot handle. When we are tempted, God always provides a way of escape. So we're not to embrace the, the temptation. We are to embrace the way of escape. Right. You're going to always be tempted to do something. Right. Uh, today is have sex. Tomorrow is think a bad thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we should always understand that God does not put something. He's He's not the he, God doesn't tempt us. Right. He provides ways of escape. Right. So what we have to do is is merge with God, Lord. If I don't I don't want to fall, mm-hmm. so I need to find every opportunity that God provides me to escape from a tempted situation. So you don't have to be subject to sin because God, all according to Paul, he always gives us a way of escape. So if you could go back, mm-hmm. would you not have sex? Absolutely. Now, I would most definitely wait until I'm married because sex does not just, after, after the physical act, 
the residue of it My God. stays not just on you, but it stays in your mind, your spirit, and your soul. And so the torment that comes and the addictions that comes. Watch this, and many people don't talk about this. That sex opens doors to other things. So, when I look back at my life. What do you mean other things, though? Other things like pornography. Yes. Pornography can open the door to sex, but sex can open the door to pornography. Yep. So, have you ever indulged in watching pornography? Yes. I have watched porn. I got exposed to pornography when I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, yeah, when I was 11 years old, my friend came over and came to the house. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, hey, watch this. Put it in there. I'm, th- I'm thinking it's like a cartoon. Bro, let's watch it. I thought, uh, I thought my thing is 11 years old. Now, I'm talking about strip club is normal, but I'm like 11 years old. Porn, like where are you going? Oh, sure. Porn? So I'm thinking, it's, I'm thinking it's X-Men. So I'm ready. And all of a sudden, it had that music. I was like, Ew, I don't, that doesn't sound like... <laughs> I what look, was the music? Being in the yeah, That way, yeah. me and so I, I look. Yeah, your glasses. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I, 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 wow. Took me out. Now listen to me. Eleven years old. Eleven years old. Watch this. I stopped watching it, but I would have no. So he exposed me to it and gave it to me because I said, "Hey, bro, let me borrow it." I would put it in my vent. So it was in, in my room. house. It was in my house. My mom and dad didn't know about it. And that's that's the pastors in them house, right? Mm-hmm. At the time. So that's scary. Right. right? Mm-hmm. But I would hide it and every so often I would watch it when I got a chance. Okay. Stop watching it for a long time. Until I got to college. Mm-hmm. I went to college away from home. And the exposure came back up. And I got addicted to pornography in college. And so as I started to grow in God, I realized where my sexual struggle came from. It was because you were exposed to something at a young age that you didn't have the spiritual or mental fortitude to fight off. So when you're exposed to certain things, it opens the door to certain struggles. Right. So... Yeah, addicted to pornography when I was in college. Mm-hmm. And the Lord delivered me from it, mm-hmm. but it was a door, and that took years of deliverance. Right. Yeah. Right. Have you ever gone to a strip club? Oh, yeah. You have? That's easy for me, yeah. I, first off, I'm from the city, so, I mean, that's what we, that's what we, I mean, it's, a strip, it's Atlanta, for one. I mean, I'm from Chicago, but, you know, I went to high school. Yeah, I've been to every strip club in Atlanta. Every strip club. Does that play a part in... Yes, it does. Uh, you can finish your question, but <laughs> all parts it plays, okay? Yes. Right, so how does that affect a person, you know, when they're... How does, that, how does that affect a person's sex life? And is that... Do you suggest that we go to strip clubs while at the same time trying to uh, be abstinent. Okay, so I do not think that you should go to a strip club at the, while you are trying to 
be abstinent because it just opens doors. Like you see so much in the strip club. First of all, everybody's naked for one. All the women are naked. Then you have the men touching on women. Then you just you just have a lot going on in the strip club. And a lot of times, like I used to say stuff like this, like I can go to a strip club. I'm not a follower. Like I know I don't. If I don't want to have sex, then I'm not gonna have sex. But at the same time, it's just the environment is so toxic. Like. And people won't see it. You won't see it until you really come out of agreement with that type of environment. Because I didn't see it. Like, I was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a follower. Like, if they, if they want to have sex, if they want to strip, they want to do this, I'm not going to want to do it. But I've even had thoughts like, ooh, maybe, man, maybe I should be a stripper. Like, the money, like, gotcha. what you see. In, gotcha. And I'm just being completely transparent. Right. Like, I really was like, wow. Like, is, oh, is that easy? Gotcha. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, this so you just have to stay out of certain environments where you want to accomplish something like that. Like you cannot, it's so easy to go back. We are not superheroes. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're human. So yeah, I've definitely been to a strip club. I mean, the food, I used to go eat all the time. The strip club. They have food at the strip club? My God. What kind of food? The best food in the world. What? Yeah, they have the best food in the world. That's you never been to a strip club? I've never been. I'm from the South. Okay. I'm from Albany, Georgia. When I was growing up, we only yeah. had one strip club. Really? I, mean, I, I didn't even think it was a strip club in Auburn. This is God's remedy. That outside of marriage, it's perversion. Mm. And I understand it as I get older more and more. Because outside of the sanctity of, of marriage, it can lead to so many perverted things. Mm. And so... If I could go back and not have sex, I know that the things I've had to go through yeah. as a young man, I probably would not have had to go through right. if I would have just held on to my sanctification. Listen, when you you can you open that door one time and you think it's gonna be one time, you there listen, there are relationships that you thought you would never be in or you only be in for a short period of time. Abusive relationships. Relationships that's just not that's just, just not healthy for you. Right. That because because you opened the door to sex, mm -hmm. you stayed in it longer than you were supposed to. Right. And you years, really years, 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 two years, years three years, four years, years and then it takes so much to get out of. Absolutely. So you have to do the work. Absolutely. I could have saved a lot of time in my life if I would have just held on to my virginity. Mm -hmm. So what do you say to people? So for example, if somebody says, you know what, I've experienced it, I don't want anything to do with it. How can I start the new journey of, you know, not having sex and, and the temptations that come with that? Because, you know, that's, that's something that a lot of people want to do. They want to start over. But it's so hard to start over because you've experienced it sure. already. So what are some things that people can do to stay focused and stay, you know, stay focused on not having sex? That's a great question. We are the sum total of the places we've gone, the people that we meet, the experiences that we have had. You will never be able to go to any type of powerful level without, number one, changing your thinking yes you have to know that you can do this through the power of the holy spirit i can do this partnered with 
the word of God, right. prayer, right. power of the Holy Spirit, that merging together is the foundation. Then I, then I have to make some practical changes. I have to change some of my circles. Right. You got to be around people that's, you got to be around people that everybody's trying to hold on until they're, right. until they're People mad. that understand where Absolutely. you're going and what you're trying to do. Absolutely. Yeah. The second thing is you have to change some of the environments that perpetuate sexual behavior, sexual activity before marriage. I'm going to be honest yes. with you, no judgment, but if I'm going to the club and everybody is half-dressed and everybody's hunching on each other while the music is going, all of that stuff is going to perpetuate. It says before you know it. Alcohol, you can, alcohol oh, drugs. Alcohol drugs, alcohol's all a big one it's now. A big we one. all know. We all know alcohol Absolutely. is a big one. You have to change some of those environments and some of those circles. It's, listen, it is, this is going to always be birds of a feather flock together. I used to hate hearing that. But it's the but truth. But it's the though. truth. It's if, the truth. I, I used to hate hearing that. But it's the truth. If I hang around people that's trying to please God, mm -hmm. if I hang around people that's trying to wait until they're married, then that stuff is going to rub off on you. It is. That gives you accountability. Get around some people who you can call and say, listen, I'm about to go over there. Right. Brr, brr, brr. just called me. I'm about to do that. Right. At the end of the day, I may, be, I may not be able to call my friend. I may not be able to be around all those people. At the end of the day, we have to ask God to give us his will. Right. And not our own. Right. We will to do. Right. I will to do certain things. But I have to ask for the will of God. God, give me the strength to be able to be pleasing unto you. If you do those things and you really press forward right. with that and be determined, right. we're determined with everything else. We start everything businesses. We else. do everything. We start businesses. We do everything. This is the truth. But we're not determined to be better people. Right. Uh, and so I think if you're determined to do that, at, at, at the end of the day, you'll see some better results in your life.